You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another insightful episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with us. We're appreciative. We're excited to hang out with you. And we know you have a lot of options when you pull up that phone or computer screen and you've chosen to hang out with us. So thank you very much. Hopefully we'll make it worth your time. We definitely will make it worth your time. Today we are talking about a sensible upgrade from a mini drone. You can't see it on camera, but we have a mini two and mini SE right on the bookshelf right over here. But uh, kind of the older retired version of the mini four pro that's right here in front of me. And I have to say, I absolutely uh, love, love, love. Retired version, it just started walking. I know. But it's like dogs, except it's a new multiple. You know, like they say that like a dog every year ages seven years compared to humans. By the way, a new doctor came out and said the first year is 21 years. Every year after that is the equivalent of three. I digress. But it's like a, a drone, you know, it ages one year. Technically, that's 30 years of life. Yeah. Proof is in the pocketbook. That's right. So by three years, you're in full boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lucky dogs. Uh, that means you're 90. Anyway. <laughs> Not way past boomer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the greatest generation. Anyway. All right. I digress. <laughs> um, I shouldn't make fun of the World War II vets because they really are one of the best generations. But that said, we're talking about drones here and upgrading our drone. Now, if you're a serious drone pilot chances are you're going to need some serious energy. And I'm not talking about Yerba Mate Teas, who did not sponsor this show, but I drink them daily. I'm talking about the right energy for your drones. Okay, so what am I talking about? Well, if you're flying lots of drone jobs, if you even have two or three drone jobs in a day, chances are you need five or six batteries. If you're flying a Mavic 3, you know that to charge three batteries is gonna take a significant amount of time. Time that in all honesty, you just don't have. Which means that because of that time, you're gonna need a battery charger that can charge multiple batteries at one time. And I don't mean charging one battery, and then charging another battery once the first one is done. That is what we call sequential battery charging. And that's what DJI gives you. But if you want the serious stuff made for serious drone pilots like you, then you've got to check out Colorado Drone Chargers. Colorado Drone Chargers makes the only quality drone chargers that charge all of your batteries simultaneously. So if you're serious in the field, you need a serious solution. You need Colorado Drone Chargers. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope we're doing well today. Uh, so my question to you is, what would you consider a sensible upgrade from the Mini SE? I've had it for about a year. I've had my Part 107 for a year as well. I've been able to build a decent portfolio with it. Recently, I got the Lychee uh, third-party app, which has enabled me to do auto-bracketing photography. And then the Autonomous Mission software has let me to do some uh, rough 3D modeling as well as buildings and office buildings and other things like that. Also been able to do some rough 2D orthomosaics through Maps Made Easy all through the Autonomous Missions, which has been very helpful and getting me a lot of good practice with such a cheap drone and everything. But I want to uh, upgrade and get more professional results 
I've been looking at the Air Series, the Air 2S, or the Air 3, which wouldn't be as much uh, money to invest. But obviously, there's the Mavic Series and all the Enterprise drones as well. But it's a little bit more money. I would say I have a decent amount of capital. And that's why I've been looking at the Air Series. So would you consider going to that series as a good upgrade if I want to get into more detailed 3D modeling or 2D orthomosaics going forward? I live in the Fort Lauderdale area. There's a lot of uh, buildings going up, apartment complexes and commercial real estate and all that kind of stuff. And I would like to be able to deliver more professional results uh, to uh, clients and everything. So thank you for all that you guys do. Thank you for all your help and your insight uh, for the drone community and hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you very much, Levi. I really appreciate your question. And uh, yeah, lots to think about here. I have to say I am very impressed with your ability to get as much as you have out of that mini SE. That's really cool. Yeah. To have gotten as much mileage out of that in terms of your learning curve. That's really awesome. One of the things I know you want to talk about, and he mentions it, and that he was able to learn some new software and get some cool things done with the SE with some new software. That might not be an option with some of the drones that he's thinking about. Yeah, couldn't agree more. In fact, I think he deserves mad props. Haha, <laughs> props. Uh, he deserves mad props for not only learning Litchi on his mini SE to be able to get auto exposure bracketing, which honestly, for you to take it to that level on that drone, I think is commendable on its own. And it's also commendable. And you deserve credit for going out and literally using a cheap, small drone to go learn how to do drone jobs. Because you're putting yourself through like an extra form of difficulty that's going to slow down your learning curve and make sure that you master certain elements of doing drone jobs. And I think that that, that requires props as well, Rob. I mean, yeah, I really hope a lot of people listen to this particular episode because I mean, obviously we want people to listen to all of our episodes, but I think the fact that you've accomplished what you have to this point with that drone says so much relative to questions that we get as to which drone should I get to learn. And so you've answered their question for us. (laughs) Well done. Yeah, I love it. I really do. And to Rob, your earlier point uh, of saying, you know, you've been trying to make this point about apps. Look, on a lot of these new drones, this Mini 4 Pro included, it now comes with a remote that has a built-in screen. And I know many people are going to be very excited to hear that because for like wedding videographers, they can't just use their phone for everything all the time because otherwise it's going to run out of battery too fast. The only downside is that, and even DJI announced this last week, is that they're not even going to support iOS anymore. So think about that. The days of Litchi, gone. The days of Pix4D, gone. The days of Drone Deploy on iOS, gone. Now, the only drone that is now going to work with Drone Deploy, Pix4D Capture Pro, etc., is going to be a Mavic 3 Enterprise. That is the only SDK that's been opened up by DJI since they've made this monumental shift in ideological standpoints as far as what they are going to offer. And it does further, as Rob quoted me earlier in pre-show, bifurcate the the industry... And it's true, Rob. Very because intentional, yeah. They are bifurcating it. 100%. And, I mean, you're, you're taking drones that used to be able to be operated from third-party apps all the time to now only enterprise drones can be operated from third-party apps. And I keep joking because we had a student who was here about a month ago, and I joked with him, and I said, you know the you know the uh, the secret with DJI, right? And he's like, what's that? I'm like, the more money that you spend, the harder that it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the M210, M300, M350. I rest my case. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, long story short is I got to give this guy massive props 
I love that you use third-party apps on things like the Mini SE. I think that's great. On the Mini 4 Pro, you might not have as much opportunity with these third-party apps, which brings us to an important point in your question. You mentioned what's going to be a good drone upgrade that is going to empower me for 3D modeling. I do want to say, can you do 3D modeling on a Mini 4 Pro? Technically, the answer is yes, but in very limited form. What do I mean is that you can use things like Luma Labs, right? We've seen a mm -hmm. lot of Luma Labs, and you can essentially shoot video from this drone and implement or input it into Luma Labs and get a nice 3D model. Just know that photos will yield better results because you're using more of the sensor, just FYI. If you didn't know that, check out my uh, intro to mapping video on YouTube or my mapping class as a member. Now, all of that being said, you also asked what's a sensible change. So before we move into a sensible change, I do want to reiterate that if you're trying to get into 3D modeling, in all honesty, a Mavic 3 Enterprise is probably going to be the best solution for you. And I say that because the Mavic 3 Enterprise is one of the few drones that you can install third-party apps on and actually do automated missions. And it also has a mechanical shutter, which is going to be much better for detailed 3D modeling. And to be clear, probably don't need the thermal, right? For No. Don't go that route. In all honesty, too, if you were to ever fly an M30T, you would understand why you would never want to buy an M3T. And it simply comes down to the remote. With an M30T, you can see the thermal feed and your EO or digital feed, zoom feed, at the same time. When you're looking at it with a Mavic 3T, the user interface is not nearly as easy to use. It does not show up as easily to identify what you're looking at with thermal. And as soon as you fly an M30T, you're like, oh my gosh, I understand why I would never want to buy a Mavic 3 thermal. It's just the user interface. Mavic 3 thermal is just going to make it so much more difficult. That's one of the few exceptions to the spend more money rule with DJI, just saying. Um, so that said, if it comes to modeling, 3D modeling, Mavic 3 Enterprise would be uh, my way or my answer for that. If you are trying to buy a domestic drone, non-Chinese, then you're going to have to multiply the price point by five or six and get uh, a FreeFly Astro drone. In fact, I need to reach out to Matt Eisenberg. FreeFly Astro drone is going to be amazing for you to be able to get uh, lifelike 3D models. Now, you also said that you wanted a sensible upgrade from the Mini SE. What's one of the major benefits of these smaller drones? People can't hear them or see them flying. The Mini 4 Pro, I seriously have difficulty hearing where this is 30 feet from me. I literally, Rob, lost it over my neighbor's house and it was hovering over my neighbor's roof and I couldn't hear it. Yeah, I have a story about that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Let's yeah. hear, uh, this is a nice uh, sidebar. I want to hear this story. Long story short. Oh, no, we were in, I want to go long. <laughs> when we were in uh, Asheville a few weeks ago. Oh, here we go. I lost track of the Mini 3 Pro. Scared the crap out of me. And then the battery died. And there's only, <laughs> so let's just say I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to go, okay, I know where I was, kind of, sort of, but I couldn't hear it. And then, uh, so I thought I knew where I was <sighs> and the battery died. And so then it went down. And so I had to get on Google maps and do a radius of how far the last distance the controller showed me it was. And I kind of knew 
sort of directionally and I was looking at the street from the, thankfully I had the camera aspect uh, from the controller and, and we went and found it, Jan and I did. So anyways, it was an adventure. Learning drone piloting issues from experience. Hi, my name is Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a good example of I watching just, I battery do it for you guys. I do it for you guys. So humble of you. <laughs> that's a good example, though, of why it's important to watch battery voltage. But uh, we yeah, digress. <laughs> it's like I recently heard in a podcast, they're like, do you realize society now? Society now is like, I'm too fat. And everyone in society is like, well, you shouldn't have ate KFC instead of being like empathetic of like, don't worry, we can make it better. <laughs> Everyone's like trying to tell you what you did yeah. wrong. <laughs> Oh, you know what, Rob? I like these stories. I'd like to hear more of them for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, glorious. I got some really good footage, though, so it was fun. Was it worth it? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, I hope that we answered your question. Sensible upgrade. If it's quiet, small, you don't want anyone to hear it. Mini 4 Pro. You can still make models and videos from them in Luma Labs. But if you're really trying to make lifelike 3D models that you make great money from, Mavic 3 Enterprise. And again, all these new DJI drones that have screens built in the remotes, you will not be able to get third-party apps because DJI is not supporting the SDK. Um, I agree. It sucks. Everyone should tweet DJI and how much it sucks because they have a history, a long history, that when a lot of users come out and complain in the public air, they change stuff. And that's the only way they change stuff. So let's all get together and say, hey, DJI, open up the SDK for all your consumer drones. Thanks. Bye. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, yet another thing that we can accomplish as a group without an association on that bombshell, that's going to do it for us here at drone. You, if you have a question, ask drone, And if you've got a great story, send them in to ask <laughs> Please. <laughs> Maybe we'll get more, uh, humiliating or humble, improving, uh, stories. By the way, I should add to that story that I think one of the things that happened to me was that the environment was quite different from what I was used to. And what I mean by that is there were, is Asheville, North Carolina. We were in the Blue Ridge Mountains, right? So it was incredibly uh, lush. There were trees everywhere. Our place was in the middle of trees and it was up like on a, on a, on a hill overlooking the Blue Ridge Mountains. It was amazing, but there were so many trees. I was not used to having to navigate the trees to see where I was. Even though I was in, um, certainly I could see the drone, right? The trees were there. And that kind of hurt my kind of perception of, of where it was, if that makes any sense. So mm. my point is, I think that contributed furthering the point, know your environment, which when I had the crash story of yeah. the Mavic 2 Pro, that's the same thing that happened. Different environment. I thought I knew where I was and eh, let's just say I didn't. <laughs> I want to be so... Paul just shakes his head at me. I'm like, <laughs> survey says, what is mocha? I thought, uh, yeah. Yeah, when you're in the mountains, that's particularly challenging. <laughs> Lessons learned and experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true, though. I mean, that's that's honestly, it's those hardships that uh, that make us who we are. And if someone tells you that they haven't had a crash as a drone pilot, either A, they're not flying that, that much, or B... B, they're lying to you. So, because every drone pilot, we have a crash. And those crashes are how we essentially understand the delta between uh, risk and skill. So, you know, that's that's how we grow, too. You have those. those yeah. Hey, you got the drone I just back. have fun with a drone. And I don't do it with expensive drones. Because <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> 
I will say it is really funny though. You got the drone back. That's a positive percent. You remember Steve's story? He did not get the drone back. Bingo. <laughs> On that bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. My sorry, name Steve. Is, sorry, Steve. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.